to bear with me. The Boston Bruins are now 8-0-1. That is good enough for first in the Atlantic, first in the Eastern Conference, and not first in the National Hockey League. My name is Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. We're just living in Bruce Cassidy's shadow. That's all we ever do now. It's uh, it's nice to have him to look up to. What a what a guy. What a coach. What a team. They actually have a great squad over there in Las Vegas. I don't know if I've told you that. I don't know if you've gotten my expertise to weigh in on the opinion, but they're pretty good over there. You've been a fan of them since like day zero. I remember where I was when they announced that the team was going to be in Vegas. I was in an outhouse <laughs> in <laughs> northern New Hampshire. Uh, I was camping and I got there was no service in like the campground, but if you went over to the outhouse, there was service there. And I saw that it was Vegas and I was freaking out. I was really stoked. I was like, I'm a Vegas guy. I don't know who they are, but I like them. So this cup, this cup was for me. And if we were going to be behind anybody, uh, it would be them. uh, Your favorite golden hockey team. They're up there as far as black and gold team. Top two, top two. Without a doubt. Have we ever talked? We've definitely talked about it on here. This is not the relevant pe- at all. But the, the fact the that the Boston thing. Bruins, they, yeah, they sued the Penguins because they yeah. wore black and gold. We talk about the same six things on this show. But yeah, that's it. The list is growing, at least. It used to be like four <laughs> things. Now it's like six or seven. <laughs> we just got to get them out of the way immediately. Uh, Paul Correa was mentioned yeah, yeah, I mean, during game, this. Game five, Noel Carey <laughs> was tripped by Paul Correa. They did actually mention him during this uh, stretch of games we're going to talk about. So that is actually coming up so get ready for was watching paul korea highlights at work today i mean why would you not i it was great i told you i was watching i was watching the adam oates highlights and that's when i learned that he used like two-thirds of a stick blade which like i don't think most people know that and it's disgusting it doesn't it looks like that guy who was that football player who had like half a foot and then like yeah Uh, it it looks like half a foot it looks like half a foot the equivalent of half of a foot. It's and this gross. man had 1,420 points in 1,337 games. It, it, it makes no sense. And when you see guys like, I think Zegers, right? He has no tape on his knob, right? He's a weird one. Uh, Bertuzzi and... is like, has no bell end at all. Like no knob on the top of his stick. Like his tape job's weird as hell. Yeah. Even pastas is weird. It, pastas is gross. Yeah. I saw that clip the the Bruins posted uh, of uh, the guys checking out old gear. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Frederick was just like, I don't know. He was like a monkey. Everybody, like, everybody who looked at that stick was like, who taped this? It's gross, <laughs> man. But uh, I also never saw anybody do my tape job. I think it's just it's just such an individualized thing. All right. What was yours? Um, I did one thin, one thin strip from heel to toe, like along the edge before okay. i started my tape so there's like one piece that went like along yeah okay it's reinforced I, uh, yeah, yeah yeah all right before we get into yeah. the goofy stuff here and before we we have fun because there's a lot of fun stuff to talk about there's some announcements there's some injuries there's some there's a suspension there's uh, a couple of wins uh i think we'd be remiss if we didn't start on the uh, the biggest news in the hockey world over the last week. And that's obviously Adam Johnson. Uh, There's no way that you don't know. I was about to say, in case you don't know, you know, if you're listening to this show, you're, you're aware of what happened. Uh, And it was shocking. It was stunning. Uh, It's something that I think you forget about the possibility of 
And hockey over the past few years has put an emphasis on player safety. There's obviously, you know, a department of player safety now that is pretty hands-on with players and reprimanding players for uh, hits that are not safe. And that's, that's what you think of when you think of player safety, or I do anyway. You think of hits to the head. Uh, and that's kind of the end of it. You know, every once in a while, a, a skate blade thing happens. It's looked at as a freak accident. Everyone thinks back to uh, the goalie whose name is escaping me right now. Malarchuk. Yes, Malarchuk. And that how, how crazy that was. And everyone knows the story about how the EMTU came out. There was a Vietnam vet, so I knew how to um, solderize a, a, an artery and all that. A carterize? Whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, that's... I think he just he pinched it. I think that's what it was on the ice. I don't think he had the tools to burn an artery shut in the moment. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. But he, anyway, he was. Yeah, everyone knows that story. And it's a freak story. But it's also an old enough story now where it's it looks like one freak accident a very long time ago. Um, I never imagined something like this happening. I don't think anybody does. It's something you don't think about. And I'll tell you, as a kid, you're told. um Every kid's dad tells them, wear your neck guard. And every kid says, no. Why would I do that? It's uncomfortable. It makes me look dumb. And there's no point because no one's skate is going to be near my neck. And uh, nobody else is wearing them, dad, and I don't want to wear it. Uh, I'm not going to talk about, you know, I don't think that I want to get on here and t- speculate on intent and all that stuff. I don't think that that's our place to do. If you want to, I mean, be my guest. It's not mine. But regardless, it it happens in the game of hockey. It does. It, it might not be as common as you think, but feet come up. And uh, it's obviously the very worst case scenario. Uh, it's it's heartbreaking, man. It's, it's terrible. To, it's a game. We're out there playing a game. You know, we're watching people go out there and play a game. That's it shouldn't be a matter of life and death. So I hope that, you know, the necessary steps get taken to avoid this ever happening again. Um, from what I hear, it sounds like uh, manufacturers are having trouble keeping up with demand for neck guards. The teams are buying in bulk. Leagues are buying in bulk. Um, the the league, I don't remember what the name of them is, but the league that Adam Johnson was in did mandate neck guards starting on um, January 1st. Yeah. The England Ice Hockey Association. The England Ice Hockey Association. Yeah, they have mandated neck guards. And the reason that they have pushed that that date back to January 1st is supply issues because everybody is buying them. So um, if something um, something positive can be said around all of this, it's that it does seem like there is action being taken to make sure this never happens again. Obviously, our thoughts are with the Johnson family and also to anybody who was there and had to witness that because that's... It's traumatizing to see the video. I saw the video. I wish I didn't. It's been replaying in my head over and over. So anybody who was there in person, I I just can't imagine. And uh, yeah, it's just a tragedy, man. Yeah, that's it. I it, it's kind of one of those things where it's not too much to say on it, other than just acknowledging how horrible it is. And um, like I you alluded to, there's been a lot. A lot, too much discussion about intent and consequences. Um, 
personal consequences. That's just a bad look. Uh, I think for everybody, I think for the sport, um, I agree. It's not a thing I really want to like start chewing on right now. Um, we can acknowledge it's happening. A lot of weird narratives going with it too. Um, people kind of just seem to be using it to fuel as fuel for their own, I don't know, biases, um, agendas, whatever, which like, dude, <laughs> like, no, don't leave it alone. Like this is inherently awful. Like you don't need to make it more awful with your awful spin on it. Um, so it, it, it may be like, I, I have a strong stomach. Like I, I don't get bothered watching kind of stuff like that because of, I was eight years old and had unrestricted access to the internet. Um, but just like the idea of it, and um, it, it just feels like one of those, you get hit somewhere that like, you're like, I thought I was safe here. Like, I didn't think I, this could happen. And like, you know, it could, and they, things like this do happen, but I don't, it definitely not in my experience with hockey. Do I ever recall a time where not only an injury, not even injury, just death occurring, but it, it felt really quick. Like in that, in the sense that we, I heard about the news like that evening, that night, and it, it made the round so quickly. I mean, that, that, that grabs everybody's attention. And by the night's end, people were strongly not even speculating, but being like his close friends are like posting, tributes to him like this isn't looking good and it wasn't until the next morning that the team confirmed that he didn't make it um and i i just it just felt really sudden and just like oh shit like there's been there's always so many close calls like evander kane got his wrist cut lauco just took a skate to the eye like there's enough a a half an inch away from losing an eye yeah yeah. and like it's one of those things but nothing came of it so we're like yeah oh what a warrior and then you move on because that's what you do but this is one of those instances where like no like it was as bad of a scenario as it could have been and it played out as poorly as it could have and that's it and it's over um what do you think about not even think about obviously the discussion about Neckards is reaching the NHL right now, or at least people are like, okay, well, what does this mean for the NHL? Just the mm-hmm. day after the Providence Bruins, like most of those guys were wearing neck guards. I was not a hockey player. I have no idea what a neck guard feels like. I have no idea how much that actually you say it's uncomfortable. And I, I could imagine, but I'm curious if this is one of those things that they could like pretty easily start mandating for guys coming into the league, just like they did with visors. Um, I, is, I I would imagine that's how they would have to do it, that they would have to be like n- new players have to. And I, I would imagine the only hold up there would be the union just because, you know, the, the players are not going to bend to anything, even though it's, you know, it's safe and it's smart and it sets a good example for the kids, which is the biggest part. I think guys are just going to say, I don't, I don't want to, I've played this way for, you know, X amount of years. I just don't want to start wearing it. Uh, but uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe they will. But uh, I, I really don't know. I, I think I think it would be smart. I mean, when you think about it, when you look at a hockey player, your neck is the only thing that's exposed. It, it's half of your face and your neck, and that's it. And even then, like they they started covering part of the face. You know, they mandated that everybody does have to wear a visor. So. 
it seems like it only makes sense that they would, you know, your most uh, vulnerable part of your body is just out there and you have knives on your feet and it, you would just have it a prime example of what is capable of happening. I mean, taking emotion to looking at this, like an absolute robot real quick. Can you imagine like what that would do for the NHL? If that happened on NHL ice, like that would, they don't want that. That's what I'm saying is like, they, they want to avoid anything like that. That would be Jesus Christ. So I think that it, it only makes sense for them to move forward with it in, in some capacity. I don't know where, how, I don't know when, but I would I would bet that it's a pretty safe bet. This is a, a, a kind of going back to what we were talking about before, and almost a tangent. Mm-hmm. One of the side effects of this happening is we've had to hear and read a lot of opinions about hockey from people who do not watch hockey, yeah, and do not know hockey. Mm-hmm. And it's my fault for reading them. And it's my fault for not even engaging, but just acknowledging. I don't know. I'm kind of just going back to my like, guys, like you did, this is your a jumping off point for you. Just like, yeah. it's like people making jokes about like Matthew Perry dying too. It's like. Also, also real quick on the making jokes thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the Greg Hill show. I can say this now, by the way. Oh, good. I know. I got, I got word that I can good, say this now. Good, good. Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck you guys. Yeah. I that is classless. I don't know. I don't know. It's classless. It's disgusting. I don't know how you slept that night. That's horrible. You think going out there, and in case you missed it, their producer said, "When Mac Jones threw that pick, I wish that I got a skate to the neck." Like, dude, that's really cute. That's classy, man. That's awesome. Great. Like maybe, uh, maybe if it's like died. you and two and your friends and you're hanging out and you want to make a throwaway comment to people who know you're fucking around, whatever. You're on a fucking show. <laughs> like that's your job. Like people are like how many people are listening to you? Like it's also fucking, like the just day a dumb after. just like dumb and lazy and just like like all right, man, you're so fucking cool. Whoa, like, no way, yeah. Whoa, whoa, you went there. Comedy's illegal now. Like, you can't make a joke anymore. Like, people are too sensitive. You, you like know? can't even be an asshole without repercussions anymore. Like, what is this world coming to? Yeah, so absolutely uh, eat rocks, you guys. Yeah. Um, uh, Fifteen minutes ago, the WHL announced that effective Friday, November third, neck guards are mandatory for all games and practices. And practices. Wow. And practices. Any on ice activities. That makes a lot of sense. It yeah. does. And and uh somebody put together a compilation where uh it it they showed just how common it is. You you don't think about skates coming up and catching people because it's it not happens. always an injury, but like there are a million close calls. It happens all the time. But yeah, I mean I don't have much more to say on it. I think it's a it's a terrible tragedy. I've been thinking about Adam and his family nonstop. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I left the stick out. Um, my, I have contractors in my building. They took my stick. <laughs> so um, I lost the stick. That's what you get. <laughs> for trying to be nice. I went out and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I used an NHL game used stick too. I, I put out Andy McDonald's stick. That's tough. Yeah. They must have recognized it. They were like, dude, they're playing the Ducks tonight. How can you have an Andy McDonald stick out here? And they they took it. So tough. my TPS 1000 or whatever it was is gone. <sighs> but you know what's not gone? 
What's not gone, Joe? That's that's my that's my segue. Hey, we been, needed I've to find one. For one. Yeah. I've been looking for one. I don't have one. You I'm so make sorry. It. This is going to be a it. massive change of pace, too. Ready? I'm going to try my best here. My stick is gone because my contractors took it, but you know it's not gone? What's not gone? Matthew Potra, dude. He's here to stay. Oh, babe. Oh, babe. He's here for good. Lifetime contract. What? Uh, wh- wh- who could have seen this cut? It was not such- Matthew because he didn't know. That was so funny. Okay, so if you, <laughs> this is my favorite part about all of this. So if you didn't see Montgomery's press conference or like read about it at all, the first question, obviously, obviously, post the ninth game is like Patra and Monty. He like take he pauses, like he's really thinking about how he wants to deliver this news, and he's he's sticking around. He's sticking around. And then shortly after, someone said uh, they're like, "How did you tell him?" He's like, "Oh, I haven't talked to him yet." He's still practicing. So, like, Padres skating around, just, like, no idea at all that, like, two rooms over in Montgomery. It's like, yep, he's sticking around. And, like, I just thought it was wicked funny. There's something really funny about everybody but him knowing that he was staying. I wonder how he actually found out. Well, he said that he went into Sweeney's office. He went into Sweeney's office, and he was like, yeah, I felt like it would be good news. But, of course, I was still nervous. Um, mm-hmm. So, as much as I remember. But I, I it, it's... We, we talked about this before we started recording that like everybody's kind of talking about the same thing. So like, no one, who I was getting, all right, <laughs> I'm getting myself worked up. That's it, that's it. <laughs> Why were people pretending he wasn't obviously going to stay? Like, were they just doing it to like have a dissenting opinion and something interesting to say? Like, and not even that? the, t- not even like, like, I don't think he's going to stay, but people were like, oh, we'll see. Like, I don't know. Like, it's like, like he's fucking not going anywhere because okay one who else is taking that spot like not our cup is not running over anymore we have two centers no i'm kidding we have four possibly five but i don't i don't know it was just like it to me just so obvious and i was getting annoyed with like management because they were like I don't know, maybe. And I'm like, fuck off. Like, we know he's gonna stay. Like, it just fucking be like, oh yeah, yeah, it's not like the ninth game yet, but like he's sticking around. I don't know. They it just it was needlessly not even dramatic, because like there wasn't like anybody on the edge of their seat. But it was no, like, they made it tell me. They just, they did it with some pageantry. They definitely yeah. made a show out of it and they didn't have to, but I think that's just kind of part of it. I don't know, because yes. like what if in Games eight and nine, he hits a wall and he really fell off. Like, could they have then? He kind of did in game nine. Like the first period of game nine was easily the worst period of his short NHL career so far. He still had a good game overall, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I, I Like I said, I was just getting myself worked up over it, but it just felt like they were trying to like, like, like sow some doubt. I don't know. I was like, no, like he's no, he's staying. Yeah. Like he's been one of the reason, best guys on the team. Like the only reason you don't keep a guy like that around is if you already have those spots filled. And if you think this team is not going to contend and you want to save his year of eligibility. And That's a good point. It's like that. That doesn't. That, neither of those apply because you don't have a plethora of centers and this team is. I don't know if you heard at the top of the show, number one in the Atlantic, number one in the Eastern Conference, and they are only a game behind uh, Vegas because they have played an extra game. This is right up there with the best team in the NHL. So 
it doesn't make a whole bunch of sense. They've played 10% of their games. They're 10% of the way through the season, and they're oh. the best. I know. Well, so 90% of the, 90% of the season left to go. There we go. But it's also 10% over. Oh. Uh, uh, and they're the best team in hockey. They're right up there. They're among the best teams in hockey. So it doesn't make a whole bunch of sense to save a guy's year of eligibility. So, yeah, it, there was no... He's also just NHL ready. That's just the, the simplest argument. He's it's NHL crazy. ready. There's no yeah. reason to to not have him out there, man. And it's not just his points. It's his other stuff, too. He's just he's really, really, really good. And I'm, no joke, kind of jealous that you got in that future bet when you did. Because I don't think it's that crazy. Is it that nuts what to say? I, so the bet I put like two dollars 250 on uh potter to win the calder at plus four thousand uh and i did it kind of as a joke like kind of like both of like wouldn't this be so funny if this hit and i i was like look i made the bet mm-hmm. and it was two bucks I was like whatever that's a two dollar joke that's funny i'll pay two bucks to make that to make that joke and like at the 10 percent of the season there is an argument to be made <laughs> He's currently leading for the Calder. Like, I know, but the the hype around Bedard is like armor. Like, it's going to take even more production to get past that. Like, even if he's honestly probably take a Bedard injury. I hate to say it, but Mm, that's probably what it would really take. Or Bedard just like not do like 20 points on the season or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, even it, it's one of those awards. They already etched the name before it started because they're yeah. like, look, I don't care if it's close. This he was the only minus player it. when it came to betting. And next was Fantilli at like plus 800 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah Matt Potter. Matty's here. Uh, f- number 51. Sticking do you with want, it. Do you want him to or do you th- and do you think he will? You know, I've never said it on this show. But uh, this is we can add a seventh thing that we talk about on here because this Spirit. is something you and I have talked about a million times. It's the same number of my least favorite Bruin of this era. Spooner, of, well, I guess the prior era. I hated Ryan Spooner. You hate? I don't think I, I remember this. Ryan Spooner. I like spoons. I hate Spooner, dude. Yeah, that ten and two move. Ugh. I hated the way he played. I hated the way he looked. I hated the fact that he was like a <laughs> DJ on the side. Ugh. No, that's AJ Greer. Well, no, AJ Greer is a music producer. There's totally different. Oh, my like, bad. Ryan Spooner would go in like DJ clubs in Miami. It's like, go do that then. I got really like, drunk and tweeted at him when I was when we were freshmen in college because we, <laughs> really? yeah, what? because our because Keen we went to Keene State. Uh, they it was like a five, you pay five bucks and they would bus you from Keene, New Hampshire, to Worcester, Mass to watch a Worcester Sharks Providence Bruins game. And Spooner was playing for Providence at the time. And I was drunk as hell before I even got on the bus. So I was even drunker by the time I got there. And I was like, Spoon Man, saw you play. Sick. Stick around. Like I was just like trying to like influence Ryan Spooner into staying with the Boston Bruins organization. Like I should use my will, my power for good. Yeah. I think he'll read this tweet at 1 a.m. and be like, you know what? I, you know, why maybe I will stay. Maybe I, I thought will. you were going to say that you DM'd him and you were like, Hey, dude, like you sticking around Worcester. Are you guys going out somewhere? No, that would make it's, more sense. That one might have, you might have got a reply to. Are you the one who do, DJ. D- DMs mean things to people sometimes? You're talking about the one band that I did that one time? <laughs> it was the, 
wasn't it recycled percussion? <laughs> it is no response. It's definitely yeah. Recycled it was percussion. recycled percussion, dude. Oh my god, what a what a strange and wonderful story. What did I say to them? <laughs> you said something up. nice, and then they like engaged with it back, and then you just like pulled the rug out from underneath them. You're like, "Fuck you guys." I was like, yeah, I was like, hey, man, big fan, quick question. And then when he answered, I was like, when do you guys think you're going to make actual music? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, that, you, that I, one hurt. And then, the, and then the big pull the rug out is that three years later, I got drunk and I messaged, <laughs> I messaged them again. And I was like, hey, man, I just wanted to apologize because I was in a really bad place when I sent that. I'd been drinking a lot and. I'm sorry. I was, I was just, I was just rude. And he was like, I appreciate that. Thanks a lot. And I was like, psych, you guys. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have to wait even longer for the second apology? Yeah, I might, I might send that over. Oh, oh uh, man. That's funny. Yeah. Poor uh, guys, they didn't do anything. They, just, they really didn't. They're not they even. Just, they're, they're fine. Like they're, they they're just, fine. Like they're. They just they're have not... the spiky hair. I just don't like yeah. the, their look. That's it. I just. I remember being at my private middle school and being like, "Why are we watching people drum on trash right now?" Like, Dude, like, that, like. They're like a national act now, to some extent, or they were for like a half of a second, and I can't give them anything, can I? And uh, no. it's weird to like. To have been speaking up to people and being like, yeah, they came to all of our schools. It was like mandatory that we had to go to the auditorium and watch this band hit trash cans and then clap for them. <sighs> anyway, deeply Brian confused. Spooner sucked. Um, <laughs> so do you think he will <laughs> back to the question? I kind of like 51. I think it works. People are like, like talking shit about it. I think it's fine. I got no problem with 51. It's I mean, it's not. What else would he pick? Like, dude, like. I saw somebody, I don't know which game this was. I saw somebody wearing 60. Like for a number? For a number. I saw somebody wearing 60. And I thought I that, I like is, that. that might be the worst number there is. Nothing in the 60s works to me. I, I think Rick Nash made you know, 61 uh, cool for a little I know bit. That. 68. And, I immediately take that back. Yoggers is iconic. Uh, Marshy makes 60. Okay, I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm totally wrong. <laughs> There's another uh, 60 that's pretty cool. Six. It's pretty nice. 62 plus 7. Six, there it is. Hey. Steam uh, 62. But 60, I uh, think, is like is disgusting. 51 is fine. I like 51. I think it's good. You know, it's hard to figure out. I'm trying to look up what numbers Potter has worn before, and I don't think I actually is. I saw this that he wore um 14. Okay, I could see and it. which is a very cool number. Very cool number. I don't hate that. Uh, he had worn 14 and I think 19. So, okay, well, something like that. And I forget why he chose 51. I think it might have just been that it had a one in it <laughs> and it was like close enough to 41. I'm just like, I'll just do 51. Yeah, no, uh, I, I don't think he's changing it. I, I, I think he will stay with 51. I don't, that's based on nothing. I just don't get the impression from anything. I, I also think like the, the jersey sales, like people are buying Potra jerseys. I'm so like, do I'm genuinely tempted to buy a Potra jersey. I mean, like I, I really am. Yeah, like, I think it would be cool if you did buy one now and then he did change his number. So you're like, I have a 51 Potra. Like exactly. Uh, 
I have a 72 Bogarts um, uh, jersey. And it's like a like, 62 Lucic. It's like, oh, yeah. interesting. Like somebody somebody tweeted, I think it was Scott McLaughlin, he tweeted that saying it's like, it's kind of a win-win. Like it's yeah. either you have the number or you have the OG number and it's kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't Scott. But I, but, but I think he's, I don't know. I feel like he'd keep it. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I'm interested to hear... <laughs> how he's fitting in with the boys because you know you see stuff on behind the b and whatever but i mean there's just there's just such an age gap it's it's so weird to think about because like now that we're getting into our late 20s someone who's 19 i mean they might as well be 11 i have nothing in common with a 19 year old yeah all the clips he seems like a boy among men not on the ice but in the locker room and talking he just he just seems like a really like a a soft-spoken I'm just leaning back and taking it in kind of guy. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, he doesn't, I, I, and I'm sure that is how most guys are when they come into the league. Um, especially like in his position where it's like, not only are you joining the team, but like you immediately kind of put all of these expectations on yourself, not in a bad way, but there's a lot of hype around him right now. And I think he knows that, um, but I think he stays 51. I think he does warm up. And I am too curious about how I am also curious about exactly how he's fitting in with the boys. Now, to take a turn for uh, the devastating here, um, we got to talk about some of these games. And uh, the first one is. Ugh, ugh, I don't want to. Don't the first me. one is a disaster because it's when the season ended. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's how it felt in the moment I'm not even lying like, people, it's like well, well we had a good run people were were having a funeral for the Boston Bruins who missed out on a point yeah <laughs> we still got a point <laughs> the, through seven games they they only got 13 points oh fuck and uh, yeah I mean that was kind of it that's the moment that I knew the season was dead uh, that's Twitter really did react as if something massive had happened it's like that they put the, the yeah they, they lost to the ducks look it's not it, a great team. it wasn't just a loss it was a collapse in the last two minutes like it was gross and avoidable yeah it was it was frustrating I would, I would take that over them beating you to death for 60 minutes i mean sure but like it's still upsetting yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, I, I had to did, catch myself and be like, "This isn't that big of a deal." But I know what you mean. If the Ducks had hung with and like, or or even just taken it to you, beat you three two the old fashioned way, I think that would have been that would have felt worse to me. Then, I don't know, a two minute collapse. So my perspective uh, here, we don't need to go blow by blow. Uh, Bruins are up, and then they weren't. Um, I took I I put a pretty hefty bet. Nothing crazy. Hefty bet on Bruins puck line. So minus one and a half. And they're up three to one. It's over. And, and it's not even it's over, but because like the last like six minutes of like five minutes regulation, all Anaheim, just straight up all Anaheim. I'm sweating, sweating bullets the whole time. Fucking two minutes to go. It's three to two. I'm like, you fuckers. God damn it. I'm very annoyed. But I'm like, all right, whatever, whatever. We'll get the win, and that's ultimately what I really care more about. And still time, still two minutes for an empty net or whatever. 
And then they tie it with 15 seconds to go. And that's when I'm like, I hate everything. Because my, all my bets went out the window. Uh, it just sucked to watch a, a, you lose a game you're about to win against Anaheim. God, I hate Zegers. I hate no. Zegers and Gouda so much, dude. I, I hate them. And look, um, the, 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 for very different reasons, I get the whole like Trevor Zegers is good for the game thing, but oh yeah, I don't have to like. Him. I can also I can also hate him as a character. Yeah, um, it was frustrating, I, and the frustration was kind of pointed at Zaka a lot because on when it was still three to one, he had three different opportunities to clear the buck, and he didn't, um, which sucks for him and for us. And then on when it's three to two, Lindholm had an opportunity to clear it. He had it on the backhand coming around behind the net and just like like farted it up the boards and Anaheim kept it and then immediately scored to tie the game with fifteen was, seconds to go. That was the thing is that they looked I don't want to say indecisive, but they didn't do anything with conviction. Yeah, well that's uh that that was kind of the conversation the next day across the, the Bruins fandom was that when you're playing six on five, like when they pulled and you're on in defensive mode, you need to be aggressive. Like there is a level of aggression you need to reach to play that effectively. And they weren't, they were hanging back on their heels and every shot on net is dangerous. Every, and they, they were just not helping themselves out. It was annoying. And there's something to be said about the mentality in those kinds of situations. I think also they don't want to say this, but there's something about it being the ducks. And being like, it's over. It's okay. Just let the clock yeah. count down. Keep the chances to a minimum. Keep the puck to the outside. And there, you can get a little lackadaisical. And if anything, I would say it's a positive that it backfired on him. It, it it showed, hey, you guys are not superheroes. You're not gifted enough to just. It, what's the? There's a line in Miracle, dude. What is it? Fucking, uh, you are not talented enough to win on talent alone. And then. Last year they kind of were. Oh yeah, but yeah, they, is, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> there is an adjustment period here to a, a bunch of different things about this team. But one of them being that they are not as talented as they were last year. I think the big the big uh, uh, adjustment that I've been having to make is that like I'm not going to see six goals a night. Like it, they're not blowing teams out. That's not going to happen. They're not putting 45 shots on every night. That's not who they are anymore. And Taylor Hall is not on your third line. Like it's not, not that, that same roster. Um, but another one is that, like I said, you can't, you can't relax in those moments and you can't just assume that, that you got it. Um, and their, their goaltending is something that they do lean on, but I think they needed to recognize that that's also not impenetrable. They're also not superheroes that Lena Solmark and Jeremy Swayman can let in goals sometimes. It's a learning lesson, and it's happening now. It's a lot better for it to happen now than in, I don't know, the first round of the playoffs. That would never happen. No. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. The silver lining, this happening now, like kind of like a reminder of your mortality almost. Um, yeah. Like it, it's it's a, sh- a shot in the arm, like kind of like, oh, shit. Right, right, right. Our bad. We got to kind of stay on top of that. Oh, we got to uh, try. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I real quick. I predicted the game. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. straight up did. Take I said, I, yeah. Uh, I c- said I felt an overtime game, and I said three to two. I meant Bruins three to two, but 
Oh no, it was four to three. What am I talking about? They they lost four to three. You also said that they did. You say that they were going to lose to the Ducks because we said they were going to lose one of these games. We predicted that one. They, I, we said that they oh, came back have. from this eight zero and one. And guess what? Eight zero and one. Eight zero and one. Eight zero and one. I might have. That sounds. I don't know. I don't want to be like. Yep. And then I was wrong. Out of all the you know, because people are going back and checking and calling us out. Right. 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 All our fact checkers on stuff. The a bonus from the Ducks team is McAvoy did have three assists on he assisted on every Ruins goal, which was nice. My God, what a start to the season he's had, and we'll briefly be excused from. <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, we'll that's get to it. that's we'll enough to it. for the Ducks. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they also played the Red Wings. Do you remember that one? Yeah. So going going off of the Ducks thing, like again, the like oh shit. We mm-hmm. kind of stand top of it, taking on the Red Wings, who are second in the division and like scoring goals. Like, fuck it. Like, I, I don't even have an expression. They score a lot of goals. They do. Uh, they fucking whooped them. They, the Bruins put it to Detroit, which is really, yeah. really, really what I was hoping to see. And it, beyond just like the, uh, you want to see that every game, but here's the best opponent you have faced. You're coming off of a very avoidable overtime loss. What are you going to do? And they won. Um, first note I have is what a jersey matchup this game was. Another so great nice. Jersey match. So guy. nice. The Red Wings jerseys. That Jack, I forget what he said, but he made a comment about like the that color red. It's so distinct. Like it's like I look. I could look at that with nothing on it and be like, that's the Red Wings. And it just like a clashing with like the Bruins thirds this year. I thought it was oh, whoo, whoo, so good. Very good. A couple of good Jersey matchups early in the year here so far. All yeah. the Bruins jerseys. I I'm, I'm repealing some of my takes on them because they, they look really good. And honestly, these ones, the centennial ones might be in third now that I've seen all of them in action. And they're kind yeah, of, I, I think agree. Ones I like the most early. Yeah. On. Yeah. Uh, they're not, I like them, but they're my least favorite of the three. And Which I've noticed fair. that, um, from hockey fans who aren't Bruins fans, mm-hmm. they are in love with the Bruins New Jerseys. Like people really? across the league are like, my, they're like, they love them. Like, think they're so clean. I think they look great. And I do, I agree. I, the closer you get to them, you're like, I don't know. But like on the ice watching them, they're like, those are nice. Like, I love yeah, the yeah. I love those and the aways. I think they're, they're really good. They're both and I was really thinking, good. We're probably going to get, we could very likely get new ones next year too. Because these are the because they're gonna yeah I, and I don't I don't know if they just go back to the old ones I don't know somebody said they they were like retired them yeah I think they would they could do something else but. it also just kind of makes sense for this to be the turning point right like as yeah. Bergeron goes out the door new yeah. era it seems yeah. like the right time to do that but and you know what I'll keep buying them I that they know we're gonna they know we're gonna make a new one every I'm years. gonna take out a loan. Underrated, not underrated, but overlooked stat from this game. The Bruins blocked 22 shots against the Detroit Red Wings. That's good. In the moment, it felt like a lot. And then I looked it up, and it was it was 22 to 10, the block shots were. Uh, we talked a little bit about how this team is not going to be... Uh, you know, I mentioned it a minute ago, they're not going to be racking up the goals like they were last year. They are relying on their defense a lot more. They are relying on their goaltending even more than last year. To come out and put up four goals and have your defense play like that, 
that's kind of all you can ask for. That's how yeah. this team wins, dude. And that's a defensively driven win, even though they did, you know, put up, was that a season high in goals? If they scored more than four goals? I don't think so. If so, like that's the highest. They've definitely not scored five yet. Yeah, no, three and four every game. Do you know who led in blocks that game for the Bruins without looking it up? Uh, it, it's a two way tie. Chuck. Nope. Shattenkirk. Yep. And is it a forward? Nope. Defense. Why are you bringing it up? Um. Is this the game Grizz got hurt in? Uh, it is not. Then was it Grizz? It was Grizz. They both had four blocks. McAvoy had three, so he was right there. They're all getting Forbert hurt. had zero, which is very strange because I associate him with blocking shots more than any other Bruin. Did you see? Did you see his Halloween costume? <laughs> yeah, he dressed up as Goyle. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, well, it was Grizz and Patra dressed up as Goyle's dogs. Who was it? All right. Yeah. Was, yeah. Was it Coyle's dogs? Yeah. It was Coyle's dog because oh, yeah, Forbert yeah. is holding a leash attached to. Oh, oh my God. It's Swayman I, and Patra. I did not see that. I thought I it thought... was a cane. I thought it was like you calling him old. Like, what's going on? He's wearing a Weymouth fire hat. So good. He's such I, a I, goober, dude. He's I've only seen a, that like one zoomed in photo. I haven't seen a photo of everybody yet. Oh, you haven't? No. It's out there. I'm sure. It is. Um, Someone won his awesome powers. I didn't go through it. I always feel like I uh, I have a tough time. McAvoy and his wife appeared to have dressed as characters from the um, hit Amanda Bynes movie. She's the man, which is a retelling of William Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. Fun fact. For nerd. You. I know. Alert. Uh, nerd. Alert nerd. Uh, but. Yeah, Detroit. They won the game. They won the they game. They won it. They won. They the, scored in the right more way goals. today. In the right way. Yeah, definitively. Well, and like uh, you said, that's like that was really their first game against a good team. Yeah, every, I was getting like again. I I need to stop reading and talking about and being upset by people on social media because why would I? But people are like, well, they're like, oh yeah, the Bruins seven zero and one or like at that point, yeah, six zero and one at that point. And everyone's like, oh, well, we uh, yeah, dude, they're not playing good teams. Like and still... then followed it up with a decisive win over the Red Wings, and then followed that up with a come from behind late. I would say, ready for this buzzword, gutsy win. Ooh, there you go, gutsy dude, a character win. How about that? Oh, that's it's that's... character win, team building. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did a lot for the locker room. That win did absolutely. Yep. Yeah, against I, the I... Panther. That's that. That's, just... that's where that thought was going. People just need the Bruins to suck, and the Bruins are just—they have no interest in that. Nope. Like again, I think it was Con, Matt, somebody, one of the the main writers, they tweeted that it's like uh, Bruins had Bergeron for twenty years, and then fucking Matt Potter comes out of the woodwork like the next year. Like, it's awesome. It's like they it's can't awesome. keep getting away with it. Uh, they're going to be good for a long time. I just—I'm I, sorry yeah, to say that, but they're they're, they're going to be good for a long time. We have McAvoy on like what an eight-year contract, like yeah, and, pasta and on an eight-year contract. Uh, like we're fine, we're good, and we're Potter's good. Coming up, and then I mean, Swayman's yeah. going to get his money. Lorai will be a big deal before long. We're seeing him tomorrow. Sure. We'll get to that too. 
Uh, from the Detroit game, this is one where McAvoy had that like Bobby Orr-esque goal. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. by that, I mean he went up in the air after he scored it. Well, no, I mean, he came down that same wing. He came down the yeah, right wing, true. swooped in like below the circle, came across the crease. Like it yeah. was, it was pretty Bobby esque. Like the only it, thing it, it was missing is yeah. that like from the end boards pass, but Sanderson, oh, yeah, it was. I was watching that live. I was like, that didn't go in. And then just like the ref very emphatically pointing at it. And I love that like he angle. was cheering. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, holy shit. And the angle from right above the net is so good because it just looks like it just squeaks right out the back. It like, boop, like it's out of nowhere. It was not a good shot. It was a weird fucking bounce. Like it, like he didn't get a lot on it. It just went right onto the stick. It just fumbled around the goalie's equipment, and then somehow, somehow went in. Yeah, that's the that's the hockey gods being like, oh, that yeah. looked a lot like Bobby Orr. That one's got to go in. Yeah. Um, and then even and the this goal- was also. There you go. I was going to say, even the goal that Detroit scored was fucking perfect. Like, Valeno, that laser mm-hmm. of a shot on Swayman. Wasn't even mad. I was like, <laughs> Jesus. Dude, The we got to talk about the pasta penalty shot, too. <sighs> I'm upset. You I'm missed a, it. I missed it because Nesson sucks. Yep. So, I'm, so I'm watching... And my stream, my stream like 10 to 15 times a game, typically when it's coming back from commercial, will just give me those like three dots that the video is loading. But if I don't refresh it, it'll never actually successfully catch up. And so I refresh it. And when I do so, the video box in the window is just gone. There's just nothing there at all. It's just very a blank Nesson web page. And I keep refreshing and I keep refreshing and I'm trying to find a different stream at the same time. And I go to Twitter and I immediately open up and I see pasta penalty shot goal. I'm like, well, what the fuck? I didn't even know he got a penalty shot. But it will, but rewatching the replay. Woo! Woo! Yeah. We were, we're seven, seven games in, eight games, seven games in. It already has two penalty shot goals. I was, I, I, I felt for you because I was like all over the place that night. And I think I had just turned it back on to see that. So, like, I I got that without earning it. You watched it for me. I saw it so you didn't have to. Interesting. I appreciate that. Up. But the shake and bake of all these penalty shot goals, you know what I mean? It's so rude. He always is so rude in these situations. Just the shake and bake, like. A razor again, like really broke it down from the mind of a goalie. But like the guy having his glove on the ice, it's like not a, not 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 good. That's not usually how you beat David Foster. Uh, no, oh, but God. it's also like something you have to do to brace yourself to move when he's going the leap, the loop, the leap, the loop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Glove on the ice is a tough look. That's You're tough. absolutely right, Wes. He releases that shot. His glove not is a, on the ice. Not a chance. He bit. He bit. He could not a bit harder on that pump fake. Like he, he no. might as well have just lay down. Like he was starfishing. Yeah. Yeah. Sunbathing. God, he's so good. He and is. the thing is, it's like it's almost hard to comprehend. You almost have to watch the goalie's reaction and like remind yourself that that's an NHL goalie. Yeah, and you're like that's doing his thing. Not just a man off the street. Yeah, because like. You know, you lose a little bit of perspective and a little bit of speed, you know, with a, a broadcast angle. 
is you got to watch how these professional goaltenders are reacting to David Pasternak. Good God. Yeah. And there we go. We've satisfied the public's desire for us to compliment David Pasternak. It's kind of hard to do a Bruins podcast without doing that. Third star of the month. Thank you. We managed, we managed to do it for a while. You see that, though? No, third star of the month. Third star, 14 points, eight goals, six assists in nine games. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I think Hughes was one. Um, I will say when Detroit made it 2-1, I was like, uh, uh, just because it was 2-1 uh, when it was 2-0, 2-1 or whatever. Two-goal lead in the Ducks game. I was like, oh, no. I got a little, a little tense. My notes just say parentheses worried. Uh, also, he, Valiner just walked past Carlo there. Just like a little dipsy do. Not even much of a move. Kind of just like the L1 move and Chell. Just kind of whoop. Yeah, he, <clears throat> Carlo's in a weird position, dude, because it feels like he all of a sudden became like a veteran defender on this team. He went I, from a guy that like you can forgive those things on to like having to remind myself like no wait he's established now and not only established he's like a, a major part of your defense now i feel like he's been a veteran i would say he's been a veteran for the last like three years like minimum I which mean, is weird because my head he, he's like 25 like i yeah it feels like carlo's been on this team my entire life like i don't remember brandon carlo showing up he's just been there one day he, we he came up with the like, team yeah, carlo's been here yeah, the Big Bang happened, and then Brandon Carlo started playing for the Bruins, and I then just, single I'll, cells showed up. I'll always think of him as like a guy who's learning under McAvoy. That's weird. I'll just I feel like he's been like, around yeah, longer like, than McAvoy. When they're together, like they're they're similar styles a little bit. He's a little more stay at home, but it it makes sense. He's got to learn from McAvoy, and now it's like I don't know. To me, it's like he's he just became a veteran one day. But um, yeah, that's a that. That was a play that he absolutely. It was it was his fifth concussion. When you get five concussions, you're automatically made a veteran of the National Hockey League. When you get your fifth concussion, you think that you've been in the league for a Correct. lot longer than you have no, been. Can't be proven wrong. Um, so three to one after the pasta penalty shot, and then his lovely billiard shot up the board. Uh, I didn't know the goalie was pulled. I was not paying close enough attention. Apparently, <laughs> I was like, "Were you in I, person?" Oh no! I was this oh was, this, you <laughs> no, were at home. this yeah yeah I was at home for this one, but I was like that's a good out that won't go over the red line probably, and then just like Jack started getting excited and I'm like, where's the goalie like, um, and then it went in and then I noticed in the replay that it had it not had the momentum, who else but my child Matthew Patra, steaming down. Oh, they had Patra on the ice with the goalie pulled? Oh, indefensible. What are they trying to pad his stats, dude? Oh my god. Like we get it. You're you're good or something. At I'm the end f- of the year, there's a good chance that I don't know, 30% of David Posternock's goals are gonna be empty netters and penalty shots. I'll take it. And when I he has 75 it. goals, <laughs> that will be why. I would love that. What is that. he on pace for right now? A lot. Uh, oh, 80 okay. around. We're, we're, we're with nine games. Uh, 82 divided by nine times. No, not minus. Times. Was it eight goals? Yeah, 73, about 73 goals. 
<laughs> yeah, I told you, dude. He's on pace. He's just got to keep pace. Hot start. So, wait, he has eight goals. Six assists. Two, two empty netters and two penalty shots. Half of his goals. <laughs> so, by that logic, uh, 36 and a half of his goals will come from empty netters and penalty shots. <laughs> That's so awesome. even even saying that's a, an eighteen eighteen split, that's a penalty shot every four and a half games. There's something to be said about the number of penalty shots that he has the potential to draw. I'm going to wait for the really to get it too excited because two is a coincidence, three is a trend. Like, yeah, yeah, but I mean, honestly, I mean, he's just so fast. Once he's one on one with your goalie, I mean, like. It, right there you get desperate i think there's a good chance he draws a lot more penalty shots this year I, and he's finding he... out it works that's something that like we don't talk about with pasta about his smarts because we rag on his you know game sense which like he has shown that he lacks sometimes but when something works he does it again and again and again like the one-timer like last year, he just decided, like, I shoot one-time goals from the circle. I'm Ovechkin this year. It works. I'm going to keep doing it. And then this year, he just decided, like, hey, I have a wrist shot, and I, it's working, and I'm going to use it. And he's also realizing that he can draw a penalty shot. Maybe there's a world here, dude, where he continues to draw a lot of penalty shots because it's working, and that's what he does. He hammers things home when they work. He does it with the slap pass, too. He did that, like, two or three times last year. He was like, yes. oh, this keeps happening. I should keep right. trying this. Yeah, when and, the one-timer stopped working, he's like, how about the slap pass? And he had that, like, uh, quote, intentional one. Like the one. So this was against the Ducks, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Pasta, he clearly is just trying to one-time the puck, and he toes it, and it just happens to be the cleanest slap pass you've ever seen in your entire life to Coyle, who just had to lay it in. And even Brick was like, I'm going to give him credit. And then, like, if you watch <laughs> it in, like, the replay, you're like, there's not a fucking chance he meant to do that. Like, it just, it he barely touches it with the toe of his blade. I wouldn't put anything past him. That's the thing, too. I mean, you're like, I don't know. What do I know? That He could have been thinking about that all day long. Who's to yeah, say? The, like, there is no way. Like, I know the replay you're talking about where, like, yeah. it, they, you can see his stick, like, almost like like vibrates in his hand like it it yeah he didn't have control over that but also if there was anybody who did that intentionally it'd be david pasternak pasty uh moving to florida not literally i don't want i would rather die yeah Um, i mean you're not a hot guy i can't stand the heat you're not and i'm also not attractive (laughs) 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 they go hand in hand uh no, I, I I was driving to work today. I I had my sweatshirt on, my pea coat on, and I was like, ah. like I there's something to be said about layering up that I that I feel very comfortable with. I would do well in the Midwest. I know I would. I'd be a good Minnesota boy, or a good New Hampshire boy. Um, yeah, I was gonna say this is the same place. This it's the same place. It, yeah. Yeah, more guns. But so the Florida Panthers game. I before mm-hmm. we get into this at all, did you personally? feel any extra venom or have any vetted interest in this game because of the playoffs last year? I was dreading the narrative and I was mm-hmm. worried about losing it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I felt like uh, it was, uh, I didn't feel vendetta. I felt like regarding to feel the vendetta or not, you're kind of at a lose, lose. Um, 
because if you feel it, people are like, wow, you're like, you're like, yeah, this regular season game. Yeah, Yeah. oh god, the rent free comments. Yeah, but like, oh yeah, this regular season game, game eight is like the same to you. But then if you don't care, people are like, yeah, it's because like, oh yeah, they're gonna fucking whoop you anyways. Like, I wouldn't care either. Like, or just like, I don't know, maybe it's easier to to condemn someone caring than to not but yeah uh i i agree with you that like i was like oh boy i just didn't want to hear about it anymore i didn't want to see any replays i that i have yet to watch a, a single second of replay from game seven last year and i don't know why i would i still haven't seen anything from game seven of 2019 there we I go haven't watched game check six of 2013 check another Never. box everybody there we, we, talked there we go there we, we talked go. about it I gotta just, if we ever get merch, I would love to have like a, it just be a post-it note with like the four things we talk about. Like <laughs> that's a uh, that's a really good uh yeah, a Bruin shirt that says like Paul Korea. <laughs> <laughs> no jarry trip. And um just so many other things I'm sure we could think of. Uh yeah, I I I didn't think that Montgomery would come out and be as honest about it as he was. Because he had that yeah. comedy. He's like, this is not one out of 82. Like, they ruined our summer. Like, we were miserable until the finals ended. Like, this means more to us. Which, like, I'm not mad about by any means. Like, I think it's cool. And I'm sure, like, I never doubted that to them to a degree they felt that way. But I am not used to them being transparent about that. No. No like, oh, no, is. just so you don't go in battle hard, blah, blah, blah. Like, typical hockey bullshit talk. Or, or, but, or they'll add a little spice on it, and they'll say, yeah. like, you know, obviously, you know, it, it's hard to forget those things. But, uh, you know, we just got to go out there and play our game. And, uh, you know, okay, obviously, the guys are going to remember it. So they might be playing with a little extra fire. But, no, he was like, nah, this, fuck them, dude. Fuck these dudes. <laughs> we don't. These guys <laughs> ruined our summer. They made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> these guys made me cry, dude. They made all of us cry. I you don't like him. Uh, the the toughest thing I think you can do after saying that, yeah, is to go out and play the worst period of your season, yeah. which is exactly what they did. It the was, was so disgusting. bad. It was so. I was at this game and I was like, lo- like everybody was like, "What are we doing? Like this is terrible." Like Florida, like Florida's forecheck. You know, what it looked a lot like. What's that? first round of the playoffs it really did it kind it of felt like game a little ptsd like, going on yeah i was like oh i don't like this i i every time i see matthew kachuk chewing on his fucking mouth guard i want to ram it down his shitty rat throat like i cannot oh god damn it die rent free rent free rent free i now you're thinking about it yeah oh my god do i hate that man i hate him so much uh, I love that. I love that Hank Green, out of all people, hates Matt Kachuk too. It's like I didn't even know you knew him. Like, yeah, he's a hockey guy for some reason. Yeah, like that's so surprising to me. I it was very welcome to learn that he hates him. Also, I feel like he would be a fan of like water polo or something, like some obscure sport. You know, or I mean? no sports, no or sport at all, no sport. nothing at all. He yeah, seems like the guy to say sports ball or like and yell John about home. Green, his brother just flew to england to see a soccer t- he's not even an epl fan it's like a minor league soccer team essentially that he like flew him and his family out to england to go see they're both sports guys i knew i liked them they got me through a lot of my biology classes uh but oh god damn it mac and chuck uh uh and yeah the going into that game 
I because I texted you. I was like, I don't know if I want to go Monday night. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm tired. It's something about like when the, the game ends and you're like at the garden. So you're like, fuck, I just want to be home right now. Um, and then when Montgomery had that quote, you're like, yeah, you're going to the game. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the game. So you go in with the energy and like, man, like every time the the other team's starters get announced, like you get some like booze from the crowd. Dude, <laughs> dude, <laughs> like when they had, it was I've never heard it louder in the regular season. Unbelievably loud, specifically when they said Matt Kachuk, like it crescendoed hard when they announced Kachuk. And I was like, oh, here we go. We got we got a good one tonight. There's and then they didn't play well. Uh, yeah, that's, that's ugly. At that's first, brutal. at first, that's the thing about this is like not to be a, a, a negative uh, Norman, but uh, I don't think there's any coming back from it ever. Like you can no. boo them and whatever, no. but like if they face them again in the first round this year and they sweep them and they win every game ten to nothing, Won't it matter. doesn't matter. It, do, it will never, ever equal that. No, and they know. They yeah. they have this immense, like, the balls and a vice of, like, you're. I'm never going to let you forget it because it's you're never going to forget it on your own. They have a trump card. Yeah. They're like, uh, 2023. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. Like, like, I can just, I close my eyes. I can still see that fucking puck going in. Like, it's, it's. I think we talked about when it happened. We we're like, I don't think a loss could ever hurt this much ever again. Like, no. And I, I think I mentioned it in the moment, but I, I went through the stages of grief because I was in denial. Like while they're celebrating on the ice, I was like, no, 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 no. It's coming. They're going to call. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming back. Challenge it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we don't need to go through it in any no, more we detail. We but sure don't. The uh, game though, the game was ugly. The game started gross. Uh, yeah, they let up those those two goals in the first period, which. Did you think it was over? No, but I did say at the end of the first, I'm like, if Anaheim is up four to nothing halfway through the game, I'm going home. That's fair. Like, That's again, fair. Monday night, I'm good. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Um, very glad. They, and I did say all I want from the second period is to hold them and get at least one. And that is exactly what they That's did. That's what I was happened. Like, all right, we're saying for the third. Man, I got to start betting more. I'm good at predicting this shit. We all play, dude. We all talk about it. Dude, not even just how poorly they played, but oh, it was Patra's worst period by far. It was tough. It was yeah. pretty. It, it was like not every play was tough. Like he had, he still was doing his his good stuff. But the first goal, not I'm not going to put on him because he he took a shot and the weight kicked out as it just went to Barkov, who was like in stride and like way up the zone, and he just shot it and it went in. That's unfortunate. Not his no. fault. Unfortunate. Ah, that sucks. You want him to bounce back, and he did. And but then the second goal. Uh, uh, Barkov again just smacks it off Potter's stick, who's like maybe spending a little too much time in the defensive end, like getting a little too cute trying to get it out. Um, and then he passes it up to Rob's checking his notes, Reinhardt. Um, 2 0. That's when I was like, there it is. Been waiting for him to show his show his mortality a little bit, like it's been a little too, yeah, smooth sailing. I'm like, that's fine because now you see how he responds to adversity. And he of all the well. talk we've had about Patra, I mean, we don't talk about we don't praise his like defensive end play. That's no. not that's no. not who he is. I mean, he's elusive. 
He's patient. He's a, a solid playmaker. He's got a good shot. He's got a great eye. He avoids contact. He draws a lot of attention, but he's not a guy who's, you know, grinding in the corner and overpowering guys and, and getting pucks free and, and making heads up passes out of the zone. Like that's just not him. So, I mean, if he was going to make a mistake anywhere for it to be in an aspect of his game, that isn't his strongest. I think that's fine with me. I mean, I would prefer that over him, you know, suddenly losing his patience. Like if he, you know, if he took a big hit early in this game, right. And then the rest of that period was jumpy with the puck. And didn't want to go in into the corner. Didn't want to, you know, play on that half wall like he does, and like turn his back and and open himself up to a passing lane. If he didn't want to do that, I think that would be cause for concern a little bit. And then you can say like, "Oh, kid, that's going to happen. You're going to get hit. Like, don't play scared." But that's not what it was. Like you said, the first one is negligible, but the second one, it's like, yeah, that's going to happen. That's not your strong point yet. And like, you're learning. You're here, and like you know what that happened, and luckily for him, it happened in a game where they did come back and win. Doesn't have to hang his head and say, you know, believe in his heart that he lost that game for the team or anything. He gets to just shrug it off and say, you know, it it happened. I'm learning, and and hopefully, like the guys around him are saying that same thing. But yeah, I mean, he didn't look good, but nobody looked good. So yeah, that's that's why I think you get away with it more. Where like you you weren't the sore thumb. Exactly. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I, I would have been worse. Even prior to this game, he's been getting, I, I'm not going to say targeted, maybe, but he's been on the receiving end of some like bigger and I'll be a Red Wings game? hit. Yeah, he got boarded pretty. I yeah. think that might have been the Ducks game, but one of the games, he got boarded like pretty bad. And like, yeah. Um, and somebody was saying like they put him back with Frederick, and someone was saying this might be in response to how he's been getting hit. Where like Frederick will happily jump in. Uh, Frederick also, if I'm not mistaken, um, was trying to fight Lomberg early in the first. Which I don't know if you forgot. I forgot that Lomberg almost choked out Frederick in the first round oh, last year. Right? right? Totally forgot about that. So I was like, why is he fighting Lomberg? Someone's like, yeah, because he almost fucking killed him. Like, right. Totally. But yeah, I think he went out to him and wanted to drop and Lomberg skated away. Uh, and that was like, it was like two minutes after I tweeted. I'm like, I think Freddie's going to fight tonight. Like, so close. I should be able to bet on people if they fight or not. That should, I should be able to bet on that. Uh, you can do penalty minutes over. Oh, that's a good point. That's a very yeah. good point. Um, but yeah, um, totally forgot about the Lomberg thing. But but yeah, yeah, Patra Patra not not his best, but rallied really well. Still had really great plays. Continued to be impressed by his vision. His uh, I, I keep saying poise. I wish I had a better and more expensive expansive vocabulary. But it is yeah, it is. He's just a very well poised player. Fuck Potsy, we'll call him Poisy. No, we're not. We're Poisy Potsy. Poisy. We're gonna start calling him Poisy Potsy. They let up seventeen shots in the first period. At said eighteen on the board, and then they changed mm-hmm. it to seventeen, and then well, they changed God. it to sixteen. And I was like, keep going. But one of these goals is coming what back. We, what are we doing? Like, um, and this was I, the end of the game of thirty-seven. I put money on Olmark to make 27 saves. And at the end of the first period, he had made 16. And I was like, should have bet more. Like, uh, also, that goalie interference call on Morgan Geeky was one of the most atrocious calls I've ever seen. Dude. 
What? I mean, what are we doing? What, what are we doing? What? I mean, I thought we already figured that one out. That's I like, don't think it will ever be figured out. I thought I thought we already had that. This was three, four years ago that we started doing this. And it was like, I thought we figured that, that one out. Like how to call it correctly? Yeah. No. No, we get worse with it. <laughs> We get for we stray further from God's light every season. Joe. Every we we don't know. Season. We have no idea. It's like ruling what a pass is in the NFL. No one's really sure. Like I think it's a catch that is the question. In no, the NFL. in it the is. NFL, what's it a throw? <laughs> I don't know. You got hey no guys, clue. I definitely watch football, as you can tell. <laughs> they don't know what a and they go, yeah, shout out to all the NFL throwers out there because they call it throwing. <laughs> Uh, they definitely don't call it passing. Um, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, uh, Yeah, but no, just a horrendous call. Like he, yeah, he, he gets disgusting. hit into the goaltender and then barely even then touches the goaltender. Maybe not barely, but like it, it wasn't like he initiated it. I the guard was really surprised because we thought we were getting the power play, and then they're like Morton number thirty nine for two minutes for interference, and everybody was like, "That's weird." And then they showed the replay, and it fuck everybody was about to light torches. We we're like, "What the yeah. fuck are you talking about?" Like, I want to see it again, dude, because that, that was bad. And I think there was another really bad call before that too, if I'm not mistaken. I think because at that point people were like, "Okay, what are we doing here?" Like, uh, before that was the Hampus rough. On um, Kachuk. Oh, yeah. What was that? That was also nothing. And it's Kachuk. We should be able to get one or two of those a game anyways. It's Kachuk. I mean, if if Matthew Kachuk gets to talk all that shit and not get hit, I mean, then what's the point? Why even ever play the the Panthers? The whole thing is that you get to hit them, right? Yeah, that's the only reason I want to play them. I'm not finding it, but it was egregious. It was awful. And there was uh, Twitter was kind of on fire too. That was one of the worst calls I can recall. I found it in one second. Did you really? I typed in geeky interference. I'm sending it to on, you right now. T- on Twitter? Yes. Connor Ryan posted oh, it. God. I'm just better at the internet than you are. Like he's not like it's the what are you calling? Like like there's just nothing there. Like he stumbles over his leg. Like it's fucking goddamn it. Like I mean, that's like, the most I, normal hockey play I've ever seen in my life. That's the thing too. It's not even like egregious the other way around. It's not like he shoves him into him. It's like they kind of bump and he kind of touches him, and they're like, "Yeah, it's a penalty." Like no, and it's nobody not. is hurt on the play. And yeah. also, no Panthers are looking for a call. That's the other thing is that like yeah. when that stuff happens. He, like if that was the true goalie interference call, Geeky would have you know four guys on him, and the fifth would be in the ref's face, being like, "You got to be kidding me! Call that shit!" Like that—that's not what happened. So it's obnoxious. It's ridiculous. Sure but, is. Marshan scores. Brad, what a little we'll talk about another little squeaker of a goal it was off Jake. I think Jake passed this one. Yeah. And it, it's on the replay, like Marchand's stick barely, barely touches it. I think it mostly goes off the Panthers' skate. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, talk about a goal you needed! Got got the, got the garden woken up. Yeah, yeah. very much. Comeback so. was going to be a lot sooner when this one happened. Yeah, it took longer than I wanted it to. Um, it was they took their time. 
but they did not the way they played in the first that didn't show up at all for the rest of the game yeah they were good to great for the rest of the game monty was like guys i just told the media <laughs> we're gonna kick these guys ass what was that did you guys not see my quote you're making me look so bad right now like guys, you guys <sighs> listen you guys are making me look so dumb right now you guys always do this like what the hell it would be funny if it was intentional. They're like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we just shat the bed? <laughs> Last year, the team was good enough where they could have done that and just like taken a period off. I think they were at points. I think they're like, let's make this sporting. Like, why don't we just only play for one and a half periods? There were definitely times. Yeah, there were definitely times coming into a third, like down a goal or two. Last yeah, year, we're right? like, just, we're just like, just end it already. <laughs> like, why are you like, they're playing with their food. They're losing. No, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. That's why they're still minus 280 money line to come back and win this game. That's what they do. Uh, um, but, another but this, big dude, game. dude, 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 the, the, the mm. McAvoy goal, the Chucky goal. Cause I, I missed this one. This is why I was flipping around world series is on. I think football was on this night too. I'm bouncing all over the joint. You texted me. I don't remember the exact words you said. That was 10 out of 10. Yeah, I said it was a, it was a $21 million goal and it was worth every penny. Yes. Yeah, you were yeah, worth every penny. That was that was beautiful. Also, Chucky, if you're down a winger, put Chuck would, up there. Uh-huh. Put him up. I would love uh-huh. Chucky to be like a second line winger. Just like in a garbage game, like playoff matches are set. Like someone else maybe just needs a rest. You're like, hey, Chuck, kind of want to give one of the young guys a spot on defense before the playoffs start. Do you want to maybe play in the third line? He'd be like, no, I want to play in the the first line. It would work. That's the stupidest thing. Like for like it like like a shift maybe, but like it would be great to watch. Honestly, on like a power play. I mean, basically, already is on the power play. On the power play, like there is no offense or defense. It's just guys on the blue line at the time, and then guys down yeah. low. But and they're always rotating. Uh, but that that was a beautiful goal, really fast. Like uh, one of those goals in slow motion does not do it justice because they were flying, like really quick, and like yeah. not a, just an exciting goal, and even more exciting because you just died the game after being down two goals, and you're in the third period. Um, just a weave too. It's a a ballet. Just hear, a ballet. You hear Jack's call on it. You mean this one? Yes, but the the the. This is gonna be good. The McAvoy, like he just the call is just yelling McAvoy, and I love that. Jack has been on this. Jack year. is so good this year. Jack's He's on. so much better than last year. And really we haven't even good. got to the the best call, which was the end of this game. Oh, what's yeah? Uh, I, 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 there's a, a few things I want to get to first, but I'm so excited. That's yeah. my last note for this game. Um, well, first of all, we should probably after the goal, we should talk about the Chuck hit. Uh, yeah, whatever. So Charlie, we will be without Charlie McAvoy's talents for the next four games. Uh, a blatant head hit, shoulder to head late on Oliver Ekman Larson. So <laughs> I don't think lot. there was intent. I don't think there no, was intent. No, I don't I, I don't, I don't either, but I don't think that always, that doesn't matter here. Um yeah. By definition, illegal 
and yeah. egregious suspend yeah 100 deserved there i'm not i don't i don't think i've seen anybody defending it honestly which is like kind of a rarity anywhere i mean my um, dad but <laughs> well, dads don't all dads are going to defend that but it's a hockey play um i feel like i'm not that far don't off. like it don't get on the ice <laughs> what uh but yeah so when it happened live like i didn't see the hit i just saw oel was down yeah and the garden being the garden was booing him um and then they when they announced the penalty it was before anybody had seen a replay so you hear number 73 had been assessed a major penalty everyone's like whoa 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 what's going on and then they show the replay and then there wasn't like the unanimous uproar of like what the fuck like there was with the geeky one, but afterwards there was a refuse suck chant, and then me and my buddy were like, ah no, <laughs> like that's that's bad. Like even McAvoy knows that's bad. Like dumb hit, just wasn't thinking. Like I don't want to say yeah. dirty, but dangerous, definitely dangerous. Uh, and four, I predicted four was more than I expected. I'll say that. I did, yeah. I, 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 it was within the range, but I didn't really think it was going to reach four. But rolls reversed. I want rolls reversed. Jesus, rolls reversed. I want four there. Um, because Rasmus Anderson just had a super similar hit. His was worse. It was worse, but Anderson's being worse. But he also got four games. I think the league might be starting to ramp it up a bit in terms of like suspensions for head hits because they've been super. Hmm. The, the Rasmus hit was also four games, and that was like yeah. the same thing. So, I mean, that I think they are ramping it up for four I games do. early in the season for a couple of head hits. Uh, that's uncharacteristic. That's, oh, they're ramping it up. Joe, do you know the first game that McAvoy is back for? Is it the Panthers? It is Montreal. Montreal. In Centre Belle. In Centre Belle. Have I talked about that on the podcast yet? What? Are you going? Yeah, in March. I'm gonna be I'm going to the Bell Center in March. No way. Long weekend in Montreal. I'm leaving You've work. You've been early. saying you want to do that for yeah, a my, while. My buddy just like texted me in the middle of the night. He was like, Look, I got drunk and I bought four tickets to the Bruins Habs in March. Do you want to go? I was like, uh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm gonna be the biggest douchebag they've ever seen. Oh, uh, because I, I, I the whole thing. Lots oh, of selfie well, I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna be I will be very present from the bear with me account. Uh, I can, I keep telling people, I'm like, Joe's thing is that he wants to wear like blue and red and kind of blend it and take it in. And I'm the opposite. Like I want to be the lightning rod. Like I'm going to be the guy standing up, turning around with the crowd with the arms up after Bruins goals. Like, like I want, sh- I want shit thrown at me. I'm where I'm not even wearing a Jersey cause I'm not wearing anything. I don't want to get like mustard on. Which, what are you gonna wear? What do you wear? Just like a Bruins I don't, t-shirt? I'll, I'll, I might get just like yeah, just some Bruin, something Bruins cheap. Like a like I'll go to like Savers and find something. They always have shit, but um, <laughs> but I'm I'm super fucking excited for that game. When is that? That's uh, March fourteenth. So Pi Day. Wow. But I'm, Pi I'm Day super, in Montreal. Montreal. I'm gonna be eating so much fucking poutine sandwiches and sandwiches. Did they call it putzing up there? Or is well, it, I don't know. I I, I I'm gonna. Oh God, I'm gonna have to hear so much French. Not thrilled about it. One and like French Canadian, I am French Canadian. I am allowed to talk shit about French Canadian. I am predominantly French Canadian. 
I've heard it, that it's like the dialect in I, again. I feel like I've brought this up on the show too. What? How French people like think it's incomprehensible? Like the they like they hear French Canadian, they're like, I don't know what you're saying. Like it's, it's like, like us f- hearing Scottish people. We're like, that's not yeah. English. Like that's not. Like, what do you? No, none of those were words. Like the comp that I heard was like it's like very posh British is like mm-hmm. the Parisian French, and the Quebecois French is like deep Cajun. Oh shit! Wow, I thought you were gonna go with like uh, I can't. What's what's the working class British Cockney Cockney? Cock, like, yeah. No, yeah, I've heard that it's it's like you know the Queen of England trying to talk to like the what are those fishing guys, the duck hunters or whatever. Yeah, Duck Dynasty. Yeah, it's like that. Anyway, anywho, yeah, have fun up around. there. I, I'm gonna have a fucking blast. I'm really excited. I will also be excited to see Mac. <gasps> no, I can't watch that Montreal game because my friend, who that same one I went to the game with, who was also a very big Bruins fan, is getting married that night, which is fucking rude. Thanks, Bim. Check the schedule. Now he, we, I've told him I will be probably watching during the reception. Uh, all, to all of my friends, let me tell you this too, as as an unmarried man with a long term girlfriend. Yes. If it's in September or October, I'm not going to, I can't, I'll be there, but I'm going to be watching something on my phone. No, I need a, I need like a, a summer wedding. And I, yeah. I was thinking today, I'm like, when we have kids, I need to plan it out. So like they're born in like June. So I can have the off season to, <laughs> they can see me for the first three months. <laughs> Thankfully, my girlfriend does not listen to this podcast, but. And so she'll never know. She'll never, she'll never know. It'll she'll never, never come see up. it come. <laughs> Ten years from now, uh, our kids celebrating their like June first birthday, and be like, "I have something to show you." Can I? Uh, uh, can I play something now? Yeah, please. Does it get any better than that? No. And like this is like again, we're gonna ask the question we've asked many times before. Did he have that one in the chamber? Did I he like he must have did he, was he like riding the elevator up to the ninth floor and was like, I wonder what I could I wonder what I could do tonight. I wonder what a good call it could be. I like to kitty, think he kitty, follows her. No. Drown the kitten. <laughs> Meow. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I again, and I tweeted it. It's like the down only downside of seeing the game live is that you miss the jack call. There was a time where I would like intentionally try to go to national games, so I'm like, I would know that I'm not missing Jack. Oh, oh, I got to talk about this before I forget it because it drove me up a wall, and I know that you will appreciate it from a production standpoint. On the billboard, not billboard, on the the jumbotron at TD Garden. Like center screen, a little off to the right, there is a cluster of dead pixels, and it drives oh. me fucking crazy. And when on the broadcast they play whatever they're showing on the jumbotron, the dead pixels show up, which I I don't understand. I don't understand why that would be. Are they just zooming in on the jumbotron? Or are they not just playing what the that feed is separately? I don't. Why would you do that? But the dead pixels show up. They show up on the broadcast when they're showing yes. the Jumbotron feed. Yes. Because I I thought it was my monitor when I was watching it at home. And I was like, oh, shit, that sucks. 
and then it went away. And then at the game the other night, I saw it dead center on only one side, the the side facing the cameras, cluster of green dead pixels. That is weird. That sounds like a computer issue. Yeah, like it I, sounds it, like some kind of uh, yeah corrupted something. That's that's annoying. a lot worse than just like needing to replace a panel or something. I'm, I'm sending you a photo of it right now. I zoomed in on it. That's that's annoying. I hate that, dude. Nesson filmed this entire past Red Sox season with dead pixels on their cameras, like, like on you, their broadcast cameras. It was do crazy. You not make enough money covering the biggest markets in the sport world. Like I don't understand. Like this isn't like a second rate hockey or baseball town. <laughs> Like God damn it! You cared a lot about this. You took a you took a zoomed in picture of the I, dead pixel. That's what I'm saying. Well, I needed to make sure that it, it got through. Uh, <laughs> another okay. thing from this game that I that stood out to me, yeah. Um, and something I I love very much about seeing games in person is the cheers after a penalty kill. So when McAvoy got the five minute major, that is a f- un. A unending five minute or not unending a power play that cannot be ended with a goal that is a, a continuous five minute power play no matter what and they against florida who was a very good power play nothing gave them fucking nothing the the cheers after that kill were so good they were like on par with like goals like wow. and are even bigger than hits like that, that place erupted especially given the situation you know, exactly like tie yeah, game yeah. like yeah uh and then in ot the ot against anaheim sucked because all ot is three and three is possession and if you do not have the puck it is very very frustrating to watch and annoying like against anaheim they had one play where they had the puck and jake took it to the boards and then promptly lost it and then they scored and won but in this game it was a bit more back and forth marshan nearly fucking ended it Marshan mm-hmm. just dipsy do dangled past Matt Kachuk, and then he got stoned on the backhand move, unfortunately. Um, and then on the replay, I noticed with Zaka that five seconds before that play happens where he gets sprung and scores, mm-hmm. Coyle just changed out to let Zaka on in like a dangerous change where all three of the Panthers were further to the Bruins' net than he was yeah. when he changed it was a, out. It was a neutral zone change, right? It was. It was. Yeah. Or two of the three, and then the third was kind of in line with him. But, mm-hmm. like, a dangerous change to make in three and three all the same. And it just worked out fucking perfectly. The guy had fresh legs. Nobody was catching him. And people forget Pavel Zaka has the best shot on the team. He does. What a, what a fucking laser. I, I still haven't really... A, what a little gift that keeps on giving, too. It's like Zaka. something you easily forget about. Yeah, Zaka's shot. Because you forget about it. I think and then I, he does something like that, and you're like, oh, right, you got a cannon. I'm at a point where I'm comfortable saying I think Pavel Zaka is a very underrated player in the NHL. Every center depth ranking has Bruins like in the last like three to five. Not even center depth, but like one C. And people consider Zaka to be the one C, and they're like, oh, well, Zaka. I'm like, I, I recognize he's not like Bergeron few ever will be but he's very good he's been very good this season yeah very much enjoyed having him i i think in lesser degree coil like i think coil's doing well but i think zaka has been great and i was very happy to see him get that goal yeah. because yeah deserved that he needed a big exactly. moment 
he deserved a moment that we all like took a step back and had a conversation about him. Yeah. Got himself but, into the yeah. into the mix a little bit. But yeah, two another two points. Eight oh and one. Second in the league. Can't hate that. Eight oh and one. Um, um but now but oh sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna move on. So you as was you, I. I was gonna move on to a couple of other pieces of, of news around the team. As was I. Hit it. I was going to point out also in that game that Matt Grizzlick left the game during the first period with an upper body injury, and the team has announced that he is on he's on the LTIR now, and he'll be out for a couple weeks. Are we assuming that's a concussion? I don't know. I haven't seen a single replay. This is what happens when I'm not at home to make clips, is we don't know. I feel important sometimes. Um I, I still have no idea what the hit is. No, not a single person has made a concrete comment about what the hit or play or whatever even was. So I don't know. I have no idea. They just said upper body. God, I hope not. Um, God, how do you spell Grizzly? Jesus H. That's a G-R-Z-E-C-L-Y-K. It's a tough one. I have to like say e- it out. Yeah, G-R-Z-E. Which is weird because it's the different than how you spell Grizz on its own because that's G R Y Z, G R Y Z E C L Y K. I no, I don't know. I just do it. <laughs> you were just so confident half a second. Well, I, it's, it's I can say it, but when you say it to me, my brain is not able to process that. G R E Z E L. I just typed it to you. G R Z E L Y. Yeah, yeah, I, I, Jesus. Yeah, buddy, calm it down. Simple it, simple it up for us, okay? Yeah, well, simple it up. For simple us. it up, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> if you consider changing your name, uh, but yeah, no, no, Grizz, a couple weeks. So no, the Bruins at a point where at least for the next four games, uh, no McAvoy. We also have no Grizzlick. Derek Forbert is questionable for Thursday night against Toronto because why not? Uh, mm-hmm. And no Lauko, who is placed on the injury reserve, not the long-term injury reserve. And Milan Lucic is also still out. Milan Lucic, um, you know, what's funny is sometimes you guys, I like to turn these podcasts around real quick. You know, I like to record, edit, post. So the like from the time we're done recording to the time it's up is like an hour. Yeah. And that time it was about 25 hours. And within those 25 hours, was announced that uh, Milan Lucic had a fracture in his foot and would be out for, uh, they said, two weeks. Uh, on the show, if you listened, you heard me say, um, not to be worried, there's no way it's broken. <laughs> um, and putting that it. out after it was announced just feels ridiculous, but we put it out. We owned it. Um, now I'll say it was fractured. And it's going to be about two weeks uh, of of no Lucic. Oscar Steen is up. Yeah, we got Oscar Steen up. Breaking. Um, who who else came up? Boquist. And now they've also called up Mason Lorai, Ian Mitchell, and Reese Witherspoon. I don't. What's his actual name? Hold on. Watherspoon. Parker Watherspoon. He's, Parker Watherspoon. He's just a child. He's 26. <laughs> uh, so I quick vibe check. Yeah. Going 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 into tomorrow night. Uh I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be real honest. 
Yep. I don't think the Bruins win tomorrow night. Um, that's what my gut's telling me. Toronto is coming off of a beating from the LA Kings. They lost four to one, but it was much worse than the score lets on. If you watched it, Toronto just didn't fucking have a snowball's chance in hell at crawling back into that game, especially in the first period. They, I don't think they touched the puck in the first period. Um, so they're looking to bounce back and they're mm-hmm. five, three and one. That's a good record. Can you imagine losing in regulation? Uh, three no. times in your first nine games. <laughs> I couldn't imagine losing in regulation once in this Just season. Banned the organization. I feel like this point last year we were like, okay, the Bruins are 40 0 and 1. We're a little upset about the overtime loss. Uh, but yeah, no, tomorrow night, just I think Toronto's, I, I think they're gonna fucking, they could crush them tomorrow. Um, I would so love to be wrong. Oh my God, I would love to be wrong about this one. But that's just what my gut is saying. Very curious how Mason Lorai shows up. Uh, They're saying that after being, he has four assists in I think seven games in Providence and that the coaching staff is like singing his praises and saying that like he's gotten even better since in the very short time that he's been down there. That's another guy that like I, I, think his ceiling is super high, but he's not as NHL ready as like Patra is right now. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see what he does in a big game Thursday night home game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's big. That's like a, that's as big as a regular season, early regular season game can really get. Especially um, like, like we've said, given their uh, slow start to the season in terms of opponent, yeah, uh, yeah, they they they're looking for a, a challenge right now. Yeah, yeah, it's a big. And they've test. gotten it. They, but the, I mean, honestly, the Ducks were putting it to them. Uh, not as good, but then Detroit with is a great team. The Panthers are a pretty good team. I'm very, I'm deeply curious about how tomorrow goes, but I'm a little concerned about it. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I will say, I think it's probably more likely than not that uh, it it doesn't go the Bruins' way. I'm curious, which is, which is okay. I'm curious what the uh, odds are at the moment. I'm going to check that. Uh, the oh, other games that McAvoy will be missing uh, is another Detroit game, then Dallas and the Islanders. Uh, Detroit and Dallas being on the road. Those ones, yeah. well, I mean, da- no, Dallas is pretty good, too. They're, um, they're always surprisingly good. I know. It's just something about the West Coast. I'm like, oh, I don't know how any of you guys are doing. Dallas, famous but- West Coast city. You the Bruins are idiot. favorites tomorrow, uh, minus one twenty. Oh, but you could—I mean, they're eight zero and one. Of course, they're the favorites, but I don't know. I—I I, uh, I don't know. I don't know, Jim. I don't know. I, you know, you come to the Bruins podcast for uh, to get pumped up. And They've then also I had a little bit of rest. They've also had a little bit of rest here. I'm—I'll pump them up. There you Ready? go. Yeah, yeah. Ready? Give me, Ready? give me. The They've alternate. also had a little bit of rest. Oh, they're also—it's going to be a Swayman game. True. Swayman, historically, in case you did not know this, Rob. You're delaying. Jeremy Marie Swayman. Uh, you know what? I actually don't want to give that stat. Um, he, he doesn't have a great history against the Maple Leafs. <laughs> I was just hoping he would. Uh, it's a Swayman game. Swayman hasn't lost a game yet this year. No, I... So if you go to the NHL, and they got a lot of rest. 
That's all I so right now, Quick is technically leading in goaltender statistics, but he has only played two games. Um, no, he's played three. He started two. Uh, he has a point four one and a nine eight two, but that's like too small a sample size. Count. Yeah, that, that, I don't shut up. Swayman, uh, if we are going to just consider Quick an outlier, we will then say Swayman is leading the league, uh, but with a one two six. And then a nine five seven. I feel pretty good about goaltending for this next game. Uh, Matthews didn't really have a lot going on Toronto, and he doesn't typically do that in, uh, against LA. That is, but he typically doesn't do that two games in a row. So I'm a little worried about him specifically tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Eh, we'll see. But I, I, I'm, I'm tampering expectations for tomorrow. I'm tomorrow's like I'm more concerned with like I want to see how Lori plays. I want to see how Potra plays. The dub is not as important, but I would still want it. At home, last year, yeah, Jeremy Swimming had a one seven nine. It's not bad. It's not bad. I thought um, it'd be lower to be honest. Yeah, I did too. I was looking for a stat that fit my narrative, and I couldn't find one. So <laughs> need a I ran episode. out of time. I was trying to buy time. I ran out of time. Uh, so, like we've mentioned, that uh, Toronto game on Thursday, Saturday they are in Detroit, Monday they are in Dallas. We will be back after those games. Uh, so I, I like this pace of three games. That feels like yeah, enough time. That's fine. Yeah, like once a week, uh, every three games. You guys want a different. Cadence, you let us know, but th- 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 yeah, feels honestly, like that yeah, just shoot us a message on Twitter about how you feel about this. Yeah, uh, if you want to go to the Dallas game, tickets are selling for $19. And in case you don't remember, they made it to the Stanley Cup final two years ago. Um, I where did tickets, forget that where tickets were $22 to get in. <laughs> so, uh, well, Boston to are... Dallas, only 150 bucks. It's cheaper to fly to Dallas to go to a game, it is. It is. Love that. Uh, do you have any uh, any any thoughts? Any closing thoughts? Any... I have no. I've never had a thought in my life. I'm sorry. I even asked. That's okay. No, uh, nothing big. Just again, just looking to see how the kids play tomorrow. Um, and enjoying the start so far. And I will miss McAvoy dearly for the next four games. And I fuck. I want Lucic back. Oh my god, I'm missing Lucic so much. Yeah, I don't want to get comfortable with a Bruins team that doesn't have Luch on it. Cause that's what's right. starting to happen. Yeah. Like we, for, we, I think we talked about this. Like we forget they're like, Oh shit. Luch is on the team. Like right. that wasn't some kind of memorial thing. That yeah. They didn't bring him back for like, it wasn't a, like an alumni 2011 game. anniversary. Yeah. All right. Uh, I've definitely <laughs> had more stuff. I definitely don't remember it. Uh, I got to start writing things down. But thanks for hanging out with us. This is a long one. It was this is a very long one for us. Yeah. Glad, glad we did this, dude. We should do this sometimes. We should do it every week. Let's do it. We'll put it out for the world to listen to. Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll be back next Wednesday uh, or around then. We'll be back next week after these three games. We'll recap the Boston Bruins as they take uh, take on the Toronto Maple Leafs at home and then go on a short road trip to Detroit and Dallas before and coming then- back home. We will see you then. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for liking and subscribing. Thanks for sharing with your friends. Thanks for following us on Twitter at Bear With Me Pod or something like that. I'm not sure. Underscore uh, thanks, Pod. 
underscore pod. I'm Joey Cabani. That's Rob. I'm Tati. Rob. Oh, I can say my name. You can say your name. Do it. Do it. I'm Rob Tachi. And, and as always, for... God damn it, Joe. <laughs> I set it up. <laughs> You're sitting on my fucking feet. That's thank you for bearing with me. Throw the cat off the cliff.